Hello and welcome to Guy Perryman Interviews. Our travel companion today is Louis from Squid, Brighton electro rock group who create a mix of post-punk electronic music with improvisation in their live shows. The conversation took place at DJ Bar Bridge, Shibuya, Tokyo at the start of their Asia tour in December 2023 and was first broadcast across Japan on my Inter-FM radio show. Enjoy the journey. It is wonderful to welcome on board Louis from Squid. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Great. How are you? Really good. Yeah, I think just on the on the tail end of the jet lag, <laughs> I managed to sleep through the night last night, so I'm feeling pretty chuffed with myself. Yay. Well, welcome to Tokyo. Thanks a lot. It's good to be back. You're at the beginning of, of a few dates here in Asia. After Tokyo, you're going to Korea and Thailand too. Yeah, yeah. We've got a festival in, in Hong Kong as well, and Thailand is also a festival. But yeah, it's the first time doing headline shows in, in Tokyo and Kyoto tomorrow as well, so... Super exciting for us. Welcome back. What do you love about Japan when you're here? I just love how you can be in the biggest crowd in the world and it just still feels so calming. It never feels like that in in the UK. (laughs) Until you get on a train at probably 8am here. Yeah, to be honest, I was wondering if they still have the people to push you into a crammed train here. Is that still a thing? Occasionally, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. People just pushing themselves on. Push, yeah. I think I'd have to push myself on if I was late to Kyoto tomorrow. Having been to Japan before, I always ask people this question. Is there one thing about here, whether it's tangible or intangible, that you would love to share with the world? Uh, Yeah, I I think when, when we're here, we're just always kind of in awe of and I say it as if we've been here loads of times we've only ever played here once before but I think we're just so in awe of the culture and its politeness and how everybody is so friendly to people that they haven't met before that feels like a really special thing and you know sometimes in the UK and in the rest of Europe it can feel a little bit like that's hardest to come by. (laughs) You're here for live shows you mentioned the tour and after Asia then a whole bunch of dates across North America I've seen too. Do you all love performing live? Yeah we love it it's we've all got a similar relationship with performing which is really nice there's not there's not really one of us that you know has more of a connection or anyone that really has less of a connection it's just a kind of unanimous we like to go on stage, improvise and play the songs from our, from our previous albums. <laughs> Which you've got two now? We've got two, yes. Yeah. So we'll be playing new tracks and old tracks tonight. Oh. And um, there'll be a lot of improvisation in between, I think. That's usually the, the order of the day. How much of that is prepared before you go on? And how much is improvised? It kind of varies. We've, we kind of keep little grace periods in between tracks for interludes and, and improvisational jams, really, that we either do around electronics or we keep really loose and just based in like the kind of rhythm section of the band if there is one but um yeah it's it's there's no prescription really it's kind of how we feel on the day and the, i think the the exciting thing for us comes around how we put that in between the music that we are expecting people to know more than that and you all play various instruments are all of you multi-instrumentalists yeah i don't think there's anyone in the band that only plays one instrument Apart from Ollie, who's drumming and singing. So no, that counts as two. Um, yeah, we, we've always swapped. When we started playing music together, we were playing in each other's bedrooms. So we'd kind of, with short attention spans, play bass for a minute and then switch to guitar and then play a bit of trumpet. So like, it's always been built around that idea of just swapping and, and musical circle time, which has always kind of stayed exciting for us. You mentioned trumpet. It's one of my favourite instruments. And you very rarely get trumpet in, in contemporary music or electronic music. So thank you for that. Yeah, so that's that's our guy Laurie playing trumpet. Um, he also plays bass, and he'll be playing drum machine tonight as well. So, yeah, he's he's a multi instrumentalist, all right. Speaking of live shows, how is your Glastonbury Festival experience? 
Yeah, that was good. That was nerve wracking. That was one of the more nerve wracking ones just because of, I think, like the live nature of the cameras and everything. And we were playing with an extra player as well. We had Zanz, the percussionist, with us. But like, it's always a special one. Like, it does, whichever way you look at it, feel like a bit of a rite of passage to come by and play a big show at Glastonbury. So it's a good way for us to actually get in a in a practice room and get the, the nuts and bolts tightened up because they can get loose over time. <laughs> From Brighton, which has an amazing live music scene, I believe, or had, I hope it still does have, if any of your Japanese friends or fans are coming over, would you recommend they go to Brighton to enjoy the music? Yeah, Brighton's great. Um, there's a, Like any good city in the UK for music, there's a kind of duality of good underground spaces as well as some slightly more established. Brighton Dome, for example, is a big concert hall. And we've played in mostly the little ones, but a couple of the larger venues as well. There's all sorts going on and there's a lot of great international music as well as kind of local DIY bands. So it's a good good place to add to your list of spots to go. When you all met, when you all got together, when the band formed, did you all know immediately that this was working or was it a, a long time to get it together? That's hard to say. We, we started playing shows which we knew were just exclusively for our friends. We used to throw nights at this little jazz bar in Brighton and people would, about 60 people would come by. But it wasn't really until we started doing shows outside of Brighton that we were kind of thinking this is this is something we should try and do a bit more seriously. So we quit our jobs and the joke got out of hand. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and speaking of the music and, and creating, writing, releasing the music and performing live, do you say what you want to say through the music? Do you use it as a platform to say anything, to communicate to an audience? Yeah, definitely. I think like you can hear in the lyrics and you can hear in sometimes the the emotional energy of the music that there's a lot of lot of nerves and anxiety. I think we're all quite anxious people um, and we use it as a way to kind of communicate with people but with each other as well. Um, sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard for us to get everything off our chest and I think when we're in a good writing session or, you know, playing a gig, it, you know, we're communicating a lot more than just the music. I always speak with people about the power of music too because it's such an amazing force in our lives. Have you personally always turned to music in your life? Yeah, definitely. Turned to music for a lot of release. Also, I've found myself turning away from music sometimes in how I can handle, you know, noise and, and loud environments because we spend so much time on the road touring. But as a whole, it's like music is this is a complete and utter um, all-encompassing life thing. It's kind of more than just something I think any of us in the band just listen to. It's, it's something that kind of engulfs us and changes how we think about everything and view everything you mentioned noise and in the background we heard some trains a moment ago we're right next to the train tracks here in shibuya what do you reckon is the sound of tokyo i was thinking that this morning i was lying in the hotel room hearing there's a train right now yeah that you can hear the train going by that's it but the person with the whistle on shibuya crossing that's like in all these big multi-story tower blocks that feels like it's the only tone that seems to cut through the soundproof windows is this sound of someone with a whistle with you know doffing their cap (laughs) i love that (laughs) we're leaving japan you've got a passport credit card and a mobile device is there one thing you must have with you in your life i feel like for me at the moment the one thing i've got to have with me on tour and it's a really boring thing but it's just anything to block out the light i just can't sleep unless i i mean plunged into darkness so i made ollie lend me his um his eye mask and it's uh, his revolutionized touring well, there you go done <laughs> he's got the light and you've got the dark exactly right yeah. and on your journey you can have a travel companion anyone from history anyone alive today who would you love to sit down with and have a conversation with um someone really weird and intense maybe it'd be nice to spend some time with um bill evans the pianist i know he was he was a, a bit of an oddball but 
an amazing musician, so I'd learn a lot from him. Oh, good, and I'm going to play some of his music. <laughs> oh, please, yeah. <laughs> Louis, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks a lot. Speak soon. And thank you for joining us today. For more interviews and information, please go to guyperryman.com. 